All right, Chloe. Hi, guys. It's great to finally meet you. We've been uh, working together for a while now and corresponding, but we actually have you in the flesh, and it's great. Great to meet you. I know. Great to meet you guys. And I feel like you see, like, firsthand how my PR brain works because you're like, I need a guest today. And I was like, all right, we can't find anyone. I'll do it. Let's go. Yeah, this yeah. was the ultimate clutch move. You you showed up at the eleventh hour, ready to film. I've got things to yeah. say. Everyone's got things. To of say. course, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna spill it all. So welcome, okay. welcome to the show. High expectations here. Yes, yes. Because we had uh, LeBron James scheduled in, and then oh my goodness. he couldn't make it, so you popped in. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I'm a higher caliber guest than that. To be honest, yeah, yeah we'd prefer this anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's start with some dating stuff. Okay. Right. How long have you lived in LA for? I've lived in LA since 2019. I moved here June 2019. Okay, so you got a little bit of time before the pandemic, mm-hmm. and now we're out. Um, so what's what's dating been like? And now you have a boyfriend, right? I have a boyfriend now. I actually had a boyfriend when I moved here that lived in DC, and we were super new then. We were only like six months. Um, so yeah, I don't know. He kind of talked about it. He came out to visit and like thought he thought about it for a minute, but um, I think his home is back in DC. So he decided to. Stay there and let me loose in L.A. Um, And it's been, you know, what everyone says L.A. dating is. It hasn't really been that fun. Um, There's definitely a few potential matches that I've gotten excited about. But it's like I always say it's like a lot of digging through trash. Like, Mm. I don't know, until you find something good. Yeah. No, that makes sense. (laughs) uh, Did you get onto the apps right away or were you just kind of out there doing your thing? Um, You know, I feel like literally the day after we broke up, I was like, who's on Tinder? Um... And that probably wasn't the healthiest, but then like didn't really start dating until a couple months after that. Um, And then the pandemic happened and that was really weird for everyone. And that kind of put a hold on things too. Um, And it was really weird around that time. I feel like guys were like, do you want to come over to my house for this date? It was like an easy excuse for them to be like that. And I'm like, is this guy genuine or are we going to cook a nice pasta tonight? Like I can't tell. So. And did you allow it at all? I mean, I tried to as much as I could do like the outdoor dates first. Um, There's this guy that like lived up the street from me that like I was like, okay, this is just convenient and I'll I'll just do this. Plus, you have to get some things out of your system after a relationship. Of course. You know what I mean? (laughs) But um, yeah, I try not to as much as I can unless I'm in the mood, you know? Yeah. (laughs) We're all all guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so do you have any crazy stories, bad dates, anything like that that sticks out? Well, I think my craziest story was actually in Ocean City, Maryland. Have you guys, are you guys familiar with like the East Coast? Yeah, we're East Coasters, yeah. 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 Best crab cake cake, and then there's like Secrets and Fager's Island and all these like clubs that you can go to. And that was again, like I was there post breakup. I want to say this was like 2014, 2015. And I was kind of in a mood and I was like on the dance floor with this guy. Excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> I was on the dance floor with this guy and he was like a little older than me. And I just was like, for some reason I was like, okay, like, you know, are you married? And he's like, no, I'm not married. I'm like, do you have kids? He's like, yeah, I have sons. Like I only birth sons. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and back then I was just like, okay, whatever. And I was there with all my friends, like eight of my girlfriends. Um, the one was like about to get married and they were all inside this condo. And I just was like, I'm just going to hit up this guy from the club, like whatever. And my friend loves this story because she was like, um, okay, well, ask him what your name is. And he was like, I was like, what's my name? And he was like, Rachel. And I was like, close <laughs> enough, get over here. Um, so we hooked up on the balcony because all the girls were inside. And then it was like in the eye of Hurricane Hermione. And like, I was like, you can just go home. Like, don't worry about it. Um, so he just went home. I never thought I would see him again. And the next day I had worn my friend's hoops. So I was like out looking for her earrings and I found his wedding ring. Oh, wow. On the balcony? Yeah, like right where he was sitting. Wow. Um, And my friend, like, well, my friend found it. And I was like, no, it's not. And I was like, because I've never been married. I didn't like really. I was like, no, it's just probably a ring. And she's like, no, this is a wedding ring. And we went into the girl that was like about to get married. And she's like, no, this is a wedding ring. So then like all of a sudden the opinions of like what I should do start like flying at me. Pawn that motherfucker. Yeah. They were like, throw it in the ocean. Tell the wife, do this, do this, do this. And I was like, everyone shut up. We're going to Secrets to get brunch, run up the tab, and if he wants it back, he can have it, like, he can come pay for the brunch, right? Oh, wow. I like that. Yeah, so we ran up, like, I don't know, like an $800 tab, and he came and got it. His name was Mickey. I guess I could probably say that now. Um, So we always referred to him as Tricky Mickey, but... Yeah, he came and got it. He was like, what's up, psycho? And all the girls were like, you're the psycho. You're this, you're that. Did he pay? Um, he did, yeah. Wow. wow. So was, yeah. when you say he was a little older than you, how old was he? Or how well, much older? I was like early 20s, so I want to say like probably in his 30s, which like okay. I'm 31 now, so I'm, I probably was like, he's so old. And yeah. now I'm like probably what his age was. Um, 
But yeah, no, it was funny because he was like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And I was like, if you don't, I'm going to tell so-and-so because it was the time. Remember when you could look up phone numbers on Facebook? Mm-hmm. I looked up his phone number and like found his wife, found his kids. Like found They were like recently oh, yeah, married. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the sons, right. The, son, the sons. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think she had kids too from the marriage. I don't know. But um, yeah, he was like, I don't want to do that. And I was like, if you don't, I'm going to tell, I forget what her name was. And he's like, just tell me what and where. <laughs> and I came and... Yeah, Damn, tricky Mickey. Tricky Mickey yeah. got I think him you again. It good. That was a good penalty. I guess I do, I always question if I should have told her, but he. I remember he specifically was like, "You don't want to do that," and for some reason, like I believed him. Mm. I was like, "I don't think I do." Plus, I didn't think I was going to see him again, so I'm like, "I'm not." Gonna That's get terrifying. It. That's a terrifying threat. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, if the situation was reversed and you were in the woman's position, would you want to know? Yeah, I definitely okay. would want to know, and I have actually like before. I think. I don't know. Always trying to look out for my sisters, <laughs> like sisters. Um, yeah, and I've I have like before I've, I saw my one friend's boyfriend on a dating app, and I've told her, but I was like a little bit closer with her. I guess it was just I was just young and. How did that go? Because sometimes people don't take it well. Yeah, I mean, it, it went well, and I think she was like, "Thank you for telling me," and I think they're still together, and I'm I'm glad they worked it out. But um, I True. would always want to know. I don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. would always want to know. Yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like in my earlier days, I probably would have maybe been up to no good. Yeah. But uh, now, now I'm engaged, so it's like I'm not doing anything bad. But if 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 Hannah was to do something bad, I would. What I want someone to tell me. Uh, this is important for me to know. Yeah, not that sure. you're doing anything bad, Hannah, but. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, yeah, I you have. Yeah. I feel like you have yeah. to know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, always a tricky conversation though. Like, because I, I mean, I've had a similar situation where I told. This is actually probably not too similar, but I told a friend that I didn't think his girlfriend was good for him mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons. Oh, that's always hard. Very hard. And yeah. I, I presented it in a very tactful way. And, you know, it was um, I thought about it for like a week or two before I even brought it up and he'd stop speaking to me. So, yeah, that's the thing. If they're yeah. not like ready to hear it, you know, and I've been in that situation, too, where I'm like, oh, this guy is the best. And they're like, mm. and yeah. And I've never done that. That was the only time I've ever done that. So yeah, I'm like, why did you do that? Uh, because I thought that she was basically being. <laughs> I think it was you. You're like, yeah. Why did you do that to me back then? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I'm thinking. This no, is what I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking that he did it to this guy, and yeah. it didn't go so well. So now, now oh. he's like, you know what? I actually feel the same way about Joe, but I'm not going to say anything. It's too late. They're they're engaged. It's too late. No, I would I would definitely still do it because um, only if I felt like it was necessary. Like this, yeah. I felt like it was like you asked why and. She was like kind of holding things against him, like if you don't do this, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sleep over. Like just really childish, like manipulative stuff. And that was like one of the more mild things. But I was mm-hmm. just, I was more like, I didn't say break up with her. I was like, hey, do you think she's the best for you? Like I worded it carefully, but he just didn't didn't want to hear it. Didn't yeah. didn't take it. But they're still together. So okay. which doesn't mean that it's a good relationship. Yeah. But they're still together. That and that was funny. a couple of years it's ago. Not always what that means. People still being together. Exactly. You know exactly. I mean? yeah. yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so how'd you meet this new guy? So, yeah, I, I recently have a boyfriend. It's been about three months, and I met him on Hinge, mm. which okay, I so know you did questions. as well. Very, yes, on so Hinge, yeah. very pro Hinge. Yeah. But you said three months. Yeah. Is it official that your boyfriend and girlfriend, like, you both know? Oh, yeah, three months. Yeah, yeah. So three like months was our first you. date, and then in the middle of the three months, he asked me. So I guess, I don't know, maybe, like, official, like, a month and a half, maybe. So I very and how do you ask you? Um, okay, so we went to a lot of Halloween parties like around that time. And I just remember like everyone was like, This is my boyfriend, this, this is my and I was like, This is Casey. And like he was like, You could just start introducing me as your boyfriend. And I was like, Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So he asked you in a very loosely roundabout kind of all right. That, yeah, like I think it was just like it set it up nicely because it was like I was kind of needing that. It was like the first string of Halloween parties. We went to like three of them and cast some of Cassidy's as well. Um, so yeah, he was like, let's just let's just start doing that. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Really nice. No yeah. pressure. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess we always got to ask. So you met on the app, and then how did the the situation go from matching to talking to you know yeah. going on a first date? That's a great question. And you say you're pro hinge and I don't know that I am. Like I just feel like it's Why? I I've been on it for years and it's like I don't know, I feel like things go well and then they don't and then it's like I don't know. I it's, think people are pro what works for them. Yeah. And against what doesn't. So Well, it's funny cuz someone was like, "Oh, that's really great. You guys met on Hinge. My friend is like getting so frustrated with the apps and like doesn't want to be on them anymore." And I'm like, "No, she should take a break then. Like if you're frustrated, <laughs> like 
because they can be it can be just a lawless wasteland. Um, sure. Anyway, the question of how we got off of the app. Yeah. So I had a prompt on there. You know, you can do the voice prompts now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you. Well, I don't know if you're still on it. Um, but you can do voice prompts, and I always like when I get really drunk, do a British accent. Um, and I said, you know, like sometimes I'll do a British accent. If I start doing that, it's time to like take me home. <laughs> um, so he responded. I think he just responded to one of my pictures, but then he did like a Russian accent back to me. Um, and then it was really cute. He actually did a PowerPoint for our first date, like a PowerPoint of what we're going to do. And he was like, the character is like Chloe British, like Casey Russian. And Whoa. it was really cute and thoughtful. That's yeah. amazing. And, and how long was Damn. the conversation before you guys actually met? Yeah. So I am a big fan. All my friends will tell you and Cassidy entertains them. Other friends do not. I love voice memos. So like, I'll do like a three, four uh, minute when uh, you hate them. They're so polarizing. I feel like it's been a big topic lately. Yeah. And I don't know if we, we are our age. I feel like younger, the 20s, use them every day. Like yeah. they don't text. They just use the voice notes. Yeah. And I started to see that. And for me, I hate it. I cringe really? when someone sends me a voice note. Yeah. But apparently it's a thing now. Well, I just think I like it because I put it on like a po- little podcast. Like Cassie will send me a really long one. So I'll put it on like a little podcast to like do my dishes and stuff. <laughs> uh, but we were talking um, like that way for a little while. And he was saying like, I don't. I think he says he doesn't really like to talk on the phone too much. But he was like, that was like a go. I was like getting to know you, and we were, you know, really going back and forth and getting to know your humor and things like that. Um, so I would say we talked. I remember he had to work like he works in IT and had to be like on call for stuff. So I think we waited about like a week or so before we went out. But we were talking a lot. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And I think the official my official take on voice notes is yeah. if it's for fun. If it's a good story, voice notes all day. Yeah. If it's anything for work or after a membership, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not writing notes during your voice no, note. No, yeah, and I feel like people, that's probably like a cop-out, too. They're like, I don't want to write exactly. all this out. And it's like, no, for work, you should. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, that's, that's where I draw the line. Voice notes. You, I like them when it's a story. But, yeah, if it's, hey, can you do this? This is no, I'm not doing anything. It disappeared. Yeah. It's out of my life. Yeah. yeah, and that's the scary thing, too, is it does disappear. So sometimes I've been on there, and I'm like, oh, did I send that to the right person? Like, yes. Yeah. That's dangerous. At least now with the new update, you can unsend messages. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I know you can edit stuff, too. I mm-hmm. finally updated my phone. I always take forever to do that. Yeah. But yeah, lots of cool things on there now. Yeah. Um, so this is the first, is this the first LA relationship you've had, I guess? Yeah, like officially. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, thank yeah. you. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really a feat. Like, yeah. I feel like everyone's, <laughs> everyone's like, it's hard to date here, but it really is. And yeah, and we can get into that. But yeah. So where was the first date? Um, it was downtown because he actually lives in San Pedro. So it's a bit of a long distance relationship. I don't even know where that is. Yeah. It's literally like, I think, past Long Beach. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. He just moved back earlier this year. So um, he's actually staying with family now. But we met kind of halfway and we okay. went there. And then it was like that weird two hour limit that they were doing in the pandemic. And we like blew past that. And they were like, you guys got to get out. We're like, we haven't even eaten yet. So we went to um, Broken Shaker downtown. Oh, nice. Been there. It's a really nice rooftop. Nice. Yeah, there's yeah. one in New York. Really cool spot. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so uh, I guess we can shift over. So you are in PR. Yes. And then comedian by night. Is that right? Yeah. I do stand up. I do acting and um, just did a short film and stuff, too, that I'm really proud of. And yeah, trying to trying to do the comedy scene mostly. Do you uh, use a lot of stuff from your real life and your dating life and your relationship in your comedy? Yeah. I don't know. I like I feel like you can tell when people don't. Like when someone's up there telling a story and it's just like outrageous, you're kind of like, eh, that didn't really happen. I think you can add some spice to it, like mm. maybe add a little bit here and there, but I don't know. I feel like all the good comedians use like source material. Definitely. Uh, does that give you any sort of issues in your relationship or well, have you? I actually haven't done a set for a while and I haven't done a set um, when we have been together yet. So it's all been about mm. like my single life. So I feel like I'm working on a joke that I'm like way more boring now. <laughs> like that's I feel like all the single stuff like makes for great comedy. Definitely, yeah. 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 Uh, do you know Amy, Amy Miller? Amy Miller that sounds familiar. So she was one of the comedians that we had on at yeah. the show, but yeah, she was really good. She brought up a lot of stories, and if they were real or fake, I have no idea. But it sounded so real, and they were so funny. Just yeah, she's hilarious, and yeah. she's so I, I love when people are so self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. It just makes them more likable yeah and she was just so self-deprecating in the best way and i was like she's awesome this is just great yeah but no it's great i love being self-deprecating too and yeah just lots of humor and i even see like some of my favorite comedians on twitter like they're like they'll be in relationships but they still kind of like tweet like they're single because there's just like so much content Mm -hmm. (laughs) who are some of your favorites either on twitter or stand-ups or well one of my very favorites is mary beth barone um and she actually does a show um called i think what does she call it 
the fuck it's like a fuckboy redemption program which that's what she does at the end and she'll bring someone up and have like testimonials of like people saying like you know like how they've been a fuckboy she's like okay well do you want to change or do you not it's so funny she has like a whole powerpoint in the beginning too um and it's like Leonardo DiCaprio vaping she's like these are things to look out for and like honestly though it's like really true like some of her roles she's like a fuck boy could be anyone you need to relapse before you fully get over a fuck boy like yeah I was gonna ask what are the traits yeah what do you think a fuck boy is that's really hard because they've evolved okay take us us through the history yeah take us through the history oh my gosh a fuck boy well I feel like a lot of people and this is why the app is so great because a lot of people will just like I don't know. They just, their dating etiquette is so off. And I don't know when we got so off with dating etiquette, but like, I don't know. I just asked you to do something that night, which Cassie is so positive. Sometimes I I was like, this guy asked me to do something at like 11 PM. She's like, Ooh, spontaneous. And I'm like, (laughs) girl, no, that's bad. That's bad. Um, I don't know. Just, you know, I will say Joe, Joe and his fiance matched and went out that night. But that's okay, like, because it was, like, both a group. You're like, oh, I feel like you have thoughts. No, I'm just interested. I'm just interested in... So you're saying if it's, like, a... If it's an obvious booty call or something like that, yeah, like that's a fuckboy move. Yeah, like, if you have no move. plan, like... I've gotten, like, a lot of, like, no plans before. Like, I don't know. You just want to come over? You just want to, like... I don't know. Like, but, and you... I don't know. Well, okay, is there a difference between men just devolving and not knowing what to do in general versus being a fuckboy? Um... Yeah, I think so. I think like too, that's kind of what trips you up with fuckboys because you're like, oh, does he j- is he just not aware that he's like being like that? And there, I have dated guys that are like, I really don't think they were trying to be a fuckboy, right. but I'm like, your this behavior is very fuckboyish. Mm. Yeah. So, hard to, what do you guys think? What do you think? Are I traits? think they're more in person traits. Yeah. Yeah, like that's why I think you have to actually go out with somebody, right? Because yeah. a lot of things can be misinterpreted through the apps. But I feel like if you're out with somebody. And they're talking about themselves a lot and trying to like feel you out to sleep with you. That's to me a fuck boy. Yeah. Is there a female equivalent? I think so. Yeah. Well, actually, it was funny on Mary Beth Barone's show. She had a female um, who actually she dated girls, though. But yeah, I think so, too. Like the and Yeah. Sometimes I just think we have like poor communication. Maybe like never texts, only like DMs or Snapchats or. I don't know. I get really sick of like the like reacting to the stories. It's like, yeah, do you want to talk or you're just like, yeah. 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 I think, I don't know. We, we talk a lot about this and it's, it's talked about a lot in general is just the, uh, the seemingly unlimited options that people have. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of times it's like, Oh, let me see if anyone wants to fuck. And then if not, I'll maybe go get a drink with someone and then they'll want to fuck. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like yeah. that's, that's a huge part of his online dating and social media and apps is that people think they have unlimited options and, mm-hmm. And I think, too, like, I don't know, like, going on a date is a big deal in terms of, like, time, commitment, getting ready, spending money. So it's, like, there's so many options of things we we can do these days that, like, sometimes I'd rather just sit home alone, like, after a long day or something and then go on a date, so... Totally. I, I think I found on the apps too when I'm probably my most fuck girlish um, <laughs> is when I like really like someone and I'm like, okay, I'm on this app, but I don't want to like put all my eggs in that basket because I don't know how they feel about me. So I'll just be on this app and I'll like see what else is out there and like, you know, get that validation hit, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like not really interested. And that's why I think you can't judge anyone's like as much as it sucks, like the etiquette sometimes, like you just don't know like what they're going through. And sure. that's why the app, this app is so great too. Cause it's like, I don't know, like, you might just go on a drink to go on a drink, but like I think if you're really interested in someone, you probably like hold off on that until you see where it goes. Yeah, that's what Steve always says. Yeah, but I think also it's easier for a woman to be a fuck girl in a better way because yeah. it'd be difficult for a guy to say no. If, so say like a woman's texting you like, "Hey, come over." Yeah, you're like, "All right, I'll come over." Yeah, right. <laughs> but for us, maybe it's more of walking on eggshells to feel it out, and you kind of have to go down all these angles. Yeah. But yeah, I've had. Just thinking about scenarios in the past where there were fuck girls, and it's like, oh yeah, obviously, yeah, <laughs> obviously, I'll come over and fix your uh, dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. I know all about dishwashers. <laughs> I can do anything. Yeah, yeah. Do you um like not, you know when you were single, mm-hmm. would you would you ask guys out? And also, what about like friends you have, female friends? Like, do they ask guys out, or is it more wait for the guy to ask you out? Yeah, it's tough. I feel like, and I I will be honest. I feel like when I'm sober. I don't know, like, like, like there was like all these like TikToks and memes of like me like shooting my shot. I posted a story on my Instagram or something like that. Like, I don't know. I think when I'm in like my clear mindset, but I feel like at Cassidy's singles parties, I've been very like 
just a little bit more forward. And when you're with your friends too, I don't know if you guys feel like this, you kind of get like a boost of confidence and you're like, you can go up with your friends and be like, Hey, what's going on with you? And like, I feel the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I feel like guys, when you're at your friends, you don't want to go up to somebody. Well, oh. at least partially because there's a lot of heat on you if you get rejected. Yeah. You know? And when she's with a group too, it can be like all the girls are like. Yeah. I, I yeah. get it from a woman's standpoint. You feel a little safer and yeah. I'm sure they'll actually cheer you on. Yeah. But what do you think? I feel like if you um, like, and not even in a bad way, but there'll be digs, like funny digs. Like, oh, you got. Yeah. But I on. feel like that that's the fun of having friends is like. I, I don't know. I I, f- uh, I think no. I think it's it's not in a bad way, but I still do think the pressure builds up where you don't. You know, your friends aren't going to be dicks to you, but yeah. it's like oh, I, I want to. But I also I think guys, guys, and again, I, I don't like to generalize, but you kind of have to sometimes for the sake of a conversation. But yeah. I feel like guys are more used to getting rejected when mm-hmm. it comes to women than women are to getting rejected by men. So I feel like men are more used to it, and it's easier to do. Whereas a woman um, may not ask as many guys out or, or, you know, so they kind of wait for generally yeah. speaking, wait for guys to come to them in a sense, or at least to show interest. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I personally don't care. Like if I get made fun of by my friends and that's kind of yeah. going back to what we were talking about, I think off camera was, or maybe earlier was being self deprecating. Yeah. And I think that's just part of who I am, but that makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. Um, well, I won't lie. I've gotten my feelings hurt at some of Cassidy's parties like a few times. Cause I feel like it's just like, you know, you go up, you see what's up, and then there's so many other options there, especially for the guys, that, like, sometimes I've gone up to someone and they've been like, okay, cool, and, like, another girl comes up and she's like, I'm talking to her, like, but it's nothing personal, you know what I mean? And I think, like, I don't think you should ever take anything too seriously. Like, you know what I mean? I think that was my mistake when I was doing stuff like that. I'm like, I'm going to talk to this guy, and we're going to go on a date, and we're going to do that. And it's like, just talk to someone and get to know them and take that pressure off, you know? Yeah, and I think that's what's so great about Cassidy's events is that they are a safe space to kind of explore talking to people and you know, even getting rejected in a sense because that's why you're there, right? Yeah. You're single, you're there to meet people. So yeah. I think it's it's a good place for, um, like anyone who's single really should go to one of those and it just it helps, you know, open you up and meet a lot of people at once and yeah. it's a really good experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So now how did you transition into PR? Um, so I've always been in PR and okay. then in 2019 when I moved out here, I moved out here for a PR job, but I can't lie, I've always been interested in like acting and comedy and things like that. Um and then when I moved out here, I took like the first serious acting class I could find on Yelp. I was I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, five stars, let's go. Um, and yeah, I was doing that class. And I don't know, like this one girl was like, yeah, I got so into it tonight. I went home as that character. And I was like, girl, no, you did not. <laughs> you watched five hours of Netflix as Lady Macbeth. Like, no, you didn't. Um, so I went to Upright Citizens Brigade and they were doing like sketch writing and improv and stand up. And I was like, was just a lot more welcoming there were people wanting to like collaborate on stuff and film sketches and definitely still love like the serious side of acting but I feel like the comedy has just been I don't know it's been really fun and then PR is my day job yeah Yeah. and I feel like too when you see um uh, more film actors but like you know if you can do comedy you can do drama it seems like a lot a lot of comedians they do drama really well whereas the opposite you know dramatic dramatic actors cannot do comedy the way comedic actors can do drama so maybe it's better to start there and kind of learn timing and learn i don't know and i'm not an actor so i don't know if i'm (laughs) talking out of my ass here but it seems like that like when you look through all the comedic actors that that have gone to do serious roles i think yeah yeah. no i know like steve carell has that one like really serious role on or on hulu now yeah or something but jim carrey robin williams there's a lot of a lot of people over the years and yeah um yeah yeah no i think i just liked it was like yeah, people wanted to film sketches. Like, I think with the acting thing, they're like, let's do the scene perfectly, and then we'll go home, and then we'll read about more stuff. And I'm like, I mean, I love all that, too. That's part of it. But um, I think you got to go where, like, you know, you feel a community. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And now, the way that we got introduced was through Cassidy. Yes. Right? So we knew Cassidy, and it was perfect timing where I was looking for PR, and she randomly said, hey, you should talk to my friend Chloe. Yeah. And I was like, what's Chloe doing? She said, PR. I said, let's do it. Yeah. Um. But how is it working with a friend? Yeah, that's a you great know, question. Because Steve and I were really good friends before we started working together. Mm-hmm. And there's some days where it's tough, you know, but we always try and get back to that center of, you know, we're friends. Yeah. And how is it with you and Cassidy? Well, it's like a lot of communicating for sure and yeah. communicating about different opportunities. Even me coming on here, I'm like, hey, you know, this is your connection. Like, I just wanted to make sure. And I think just making sure that we have that open communication that we are both like really good at. 
Um, but I actually approached her about doing PR for her because she has an interesting story and you don't always find that in PR. And I was like, I think we could get you some really cool opportunities. Um, and we have, we've gotten her in Betches, a couple dating podcasts. Um, yeah, I got her hooked up with Allie and I don't know. That, that's the whole thing about PR is like when I hear a story that like I can spin, not like spin, but you find like different angles and stuff. And, you know, she's doing the holiday party with you guys that I'm trying to pitch right now. Um, it's just not everything's interesting and it's hard. I work for an agency and like, I worked for like agencies my whole life and, um, the clients are like, I have this great story. And it's like, mm, okay, maybe better for social media. And it's like <laughs> kind of explaining to them the different layers is hard sometimes, but you guys have a great story too. So, yeah. And I think Thanks. the exciting part, which I see through you and Cassie and working with you for, it's been a few weeks now Yeah, is I feel like you actually believe in what we're doing. You're not just, totally. Hey, I need money. You want to hire me as PR. Yeah. I feel like you're very proactive and you're like, hey, this angle is really good. This angle is really good. And that's one of the beauties of working with you is like you are going above and beyond. I was telling Steve Thanks. today, it's like that's what you really like because people who actually believe in what you're doing. And yeah. I see that. Well, I think it's nice because I don't need the money, right? Like I have a full-time job, but like this type of stuff is really cool and like it's really interesting subject matter. So it's like fun and it's, I'm in LA. It's fun to like put you guys around the city, <laughs> get interviews around here. And yeah, this connections like around here are what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. And what are some of the best strategies now, like 2022 social media? Yeah. Is it is it more about like just throwing as much shit out there as possible or, or how to, you know, what do you think is the best way to approach growing nowadays Ugh, it's hard cassie is way more the social media girl than me but i know that she just like just always posting you know what i mean like just throwing things at the wall mm -hmm. that's what i try to do with pr too because it's hard like in pr you're really looking at like the news cycle and seeing what people are really interested in and there's always stuff happening right with the elections i was like okay there's no way i'm gonna get you know some of these opportunities that i'm looking at um so i think and then just really capitalizing on trends too where i've seen a lot of um, my clients fail is just being like okay well we got to go through this like approval process with like our legal team or we got to do this we got to do this and then when you're finally ready to like post something it's like okay now the trend is done you know what mm -hmm. i mean just making sure you're like looking at the trends capitalizing on them i think that's like across the board for both social and pr what do you think about the new uh, balenciaga um, oh my gosh! Yeah, I haven't looked into it too much. What was it they were like using little kids strangely? Yeah, or something? it was like children and, and like BDSM yeah. st uh, stuff in the background, and like just a very bizarre. Yeah, shoot. well, I think it's always amazing to me just knowing what goes behind those types of shoots. How many people are on signed staff off on it that yeah. no one was like, hey, "This is a little strange," <laughs> and might not go over well. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I, I just, I never know how those things get made. And that you yeah. know, because even like the littlest thing, like I'll like raise a red flag about and then, you know, talk it out with a couple people, kind of do a little test group to make sure. But I don't know. Yeah, that was bizarre. Did you, I feel like, do you have thoughts on it? Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, like I haven't read too much about it, but like yeah. the whole situation, like you're saying, just seems fucked. Like how many, how many different people looked at it and said, this is okay. Because they're, they're kind of famous for making a splash with a lot of their stuff that they do, but this is like next level, yeah. you know, and, and I don't know, I've seen a lot of stuff recently about um, like kids being at drag shows and kids being at this. So like there's this weird push to like sexualize kids, I think, mm -hmm. and this is part of it. Mm. So um, I'm glad there's a lot of pushback and they're getting in trouble. So yeah. yeah, you always have to be careful with kids. Like the child stars too. Like they're all just like, I always wish my parents, I was like, if you just put me as a child star, this would be so much easier. But then you see like their trajectory and you're like, okay, maybe not. Like, yeah. Yeah. You never know. There's only a few of them who have made it out the other side. We're actually going to have one on tomorrow. And he, I think, in my personal opinion, fared pretty damn well in life being okay. a child star. And yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk to him tomorrow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I feel it's like such a weird concept, like your parents making money off of you, but they're not really doing anything. And then you can't really touch the money until you're older. It's interesting know. though, right? Yeah. Because sometimes I wish that they did it to me. Yeah. But then, like you said, oh, maybe who knows how the hell I would end up in life. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. Would have been like one of the Corys. Could have been a Bieber. Yeah. You could have yeah, been a right? Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in that tracksuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's my idol. And he's younger than Bieber? Me. He. So I have a couple idols. Okay. And he's in the top four or five couple idols. Okay. Yeah. Great music. Oh, phenomenal music. Yeah. So he also my top three musicians. Okay. You got Bieber. Oh, we talked about how Taylor you like Taylor Bieber, Swift. Bieber, Taylor up there. Swift. 
But mm. yet you weren't in the trenches getting the tickets the same day. We had a call about PR stuff. He's like, how are you? And I'm like, oh, I've just been on for hours trying to get these Taylor Swift tickets. And then he proceeds to tell me she's in the top three. And I'm like, where were you? Are, were you on Ticketmaster well, with I'll the tell you yeah. why I'm not in that whole fight. <laughs> okay. Because I know it bothers her that all these people are fighting for her tickets. So I was like, yeah. no, let me be <laughs> righteous. being selfless to let Taylor. Me be, let me be righteous to Taylor. <laughs> okay. And not have her be so stressed over me adding to the pile. <laughs> he said, I don't want to add one So more I'm just going to back off and I'll wait. That's very selfless of you. That right? is very selfless. Yeah. Taylor, yeah. if you're listening, yeah, yeah number one like, fan right here. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, but are yeah, you a Taylor Swift fan? Uh, casually. Okay. Yeah, I actually you dabble. I dabble. I she's a person to me that I have a friend who's so into Taylor Swift that it turns me off from her. And <laughs> no, it, that happens sometimes. Yeah, like she could do no wrong, and she, you yeah. know, and I'm just like, ugh. yeah, disgusting. And you're kind yeah. of like, okay, she's your girl. So it makes me hate her. It's not only yeah, it's not only like I ignore it. I just I would start to actively dislike, but there's yeah. there's no denying her music. So yeah. can I introduce you to Cornelia Street? You did, yeah. Oh, great. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah I, you can't deny the music, but oh, I said band. That's a song of hers. Why did I say that was a band? That's okay. <laughs> it's been it's been a long morning so far. It's okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. So uh, what else? Let's let's get back to dating a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So do you have a lot of single friends at this point? I do, yeah. And I have a lot of single tall friends who are now mad at me because my boyfriend is 6'7". Oh, damn. I want to set the record straight. Where's the camera? Um, I'm 5'3", Cassidy, not 5 foot. She's not here coming here <laughs> today. I'm saying that I'm 5 foot. Actual 5'3"? I'm an actual 5'3". That's like impressive. You're an actual 5'3". <laughs> I am, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the tall friends are women. They are, and they're all like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, and I do feel for them like I, because I get it. It's just like... I think it's like a vicious cycle of like society being like, you know, making women feel like they need tall men and then like then women being like, why are you taller? And then guys lying. And yeah, it's just it's it's hard. The tall thing is hard. I'm in that boat. You think so? No, I'm saying uh, Hannah is kind of my height. Okay. Without heels. Yeah. Okay. So when she puts the heels on. Yeah. Do you feel like a certain type of way or? No. Okay, good. I mean, maybe once in a while I'll be like, oh, you have to wear the heels tonight. (laughs) But She's like they're extra high. Yeah, just yeah little, sometimes little the six inch heels are on. Yeah, like, eh, we have taken a few pictures tonight for some stuff, but yeah, overall no. Okay. Yeah, which is nice, and she doesn't really care at all. I mean. She's been with really tall guys, but she doesn't care, so it makes yeah. me feel better. So I think yeah. together it's it's fine. Well, you should because you're like five ten, five eleven. Oh, sorry. Oh shoot. I don't know. I haven't measured them. No, we talked about it last week. I think it's five. I forget. Five eleven and one eighth. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's right. okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Yeah. We did talk about it on Ca- with Cassidy a little, but I couldn't remember the exact. She's probably yeah. five, five, ten and a half. Okay. So I got like a few centimeters yeah. there. Well, I think it's hard because a lot of my female friends that I've talked to, and I've experienced this too. Like guys will be like, "Oh, I don't care. Like I don't care that you're taller." And then they're like, "Okay, let's do it." And then like it shows up. Like weird insecurities kind of show up, mm. end up showing up later. That's like the money thing. If, yeah. If, if a woman makes more money. Yeah. In a lot of the same thing you're saying, like people right. say it doesn't bother them, and then yeah. there's a weird power dynamic or something. Yeah. And th- that's a lot of things. Like a lot of people can't be honest with their intentions or their true beliefs up front because they want the other person to like them, yeah. and they're trying to you know, mold themselves to whatever they think that other person would like. But it don't work out in the long run. Definitely. Well, maybe they don't know either. Like I feel like yeah. we have a lot of deep like societal bullshit ingrained in us that probably doesn't come out until like you're actually experiencing it too. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. yeah, I feel like all the all insecurities come out eventually, and I think that's why some people say, "Oh, you should be with someone for X amount of time before you actually know." Yeah, but yeah, I feel like everyone's gonna have insecurities. It's just how bad are they, and can you work on them and get through them? Yeah, and how know? do you like work on them together? For yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have any tips for single people out there for surviving the uh, LA dating scene? I don't, and it's. I think it's so funny because like when you get in a relationship, everyone like looks to you and they're like, "How did you do it? How did you do it?" And I'm like, as I said, I like just dug through a lot of trash mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it was just like one day I mean I don't know I think that's not fair to say I do think like the age old like just work on yourself and your stuff because like I had just did this short film I was really proud of it's something I wanted to do ever since I moved to LA I was like really working on that really for focusing on my comedy and acting goals and then I feel like the universe was like here's a little treat and I'm like okay thanks <laughs> um but I think you should always just focus on yourself and then also like Something I've been guilty of doing in the past is seeing all my friends get into relationships and being like a little bit jealous about that and being like, okay, well, where's my person? Where's my person? And I had like so many friends in my circle, like Cassidy and Brittany, finding all these good guys. I remember just being at a pool party and being like, that's so amazing that they found them. And I'm so excited to meet someone that's going to like fit into this group and just 
fully embracing that, fully being happy for all my friends and relationships too. So I feel like, I don't know, you just gotta be positive. It's so hard though. Like to, it's, it, I was very jaded on the apps for very, very long. And that's why I say I'm not sure about Hinge because yeah. Yeah, I, I truly believe that most apps suck. And, and you know, again, it's a tool, so it depends how you use it, but most people are probably using it incorrectly. Yeah. Like you said, for validation, for dopamine, for boredom. Right. And, the seemingly limit limitless opportunities so yeah or options so yeah i think i think they set you up for failure in a lot of ways yeah it can be hard and i think also just like something else i was doing was just really rejecting like even if it was like a little bit off i was like i'm just gonna reject this and like there's just always like i feel like you get advice either way right like i remember um there was this guy at one of cassie's events and just kind of doing the last minute thing. And I fully explained to him, like, you know, if you want to take me out on a date, let's plan it. Let's go somewhere. I'm not just going to drop things last minute. And just kind of like kept pushing to do that. And I just kept being like, no, no, no. So I think like, I don't know, it's hard because I think when you, it gets lonely too out there and you start to like accept less than you know that you're worth and try not to do that as much as you can. Because I think then the universe like is like, oh, okay, well, I guess she's not going to take this shit anymore. Like, Yeah. 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 And I think living your life through the phone is bad because I think, you know, people always say, you know, Instagram's the highlight reel or seeing everyone's highlight reel. And I think it's the same with dating, right? You're seeing the best parts of yeah. certain, you've seen the best parts of everyone, right? And you're like, yeah. oh, my, my partner should be this, this, and this. And it's like almost impossible on paper to have someone hit all those marks. So right. everyone that you meet is going to fall short totally. in a lot of ways. So I think, I think it sets you up for failure. So that's why I always say get out in the world and actually meet people. And you, you don't know if you, how you feel about somebody until you meet them, right? You might see someone on Instagram that you think is, Perfect, right? And then you yeah. spend two minutes with them, and you're like, this person sucks. Yeah, and I think one thing, too, that my friend Jen and I did, you guys always, like, make a list. I was, like, so resistant to doing that. Make a list of Like, just, like, traits that you want. They're yes, like, I think that's... It's a lot, right? You're like, they're, like, both physical, and, like, what do you want, like, you know, in terms of, like, Cassie was always, like, put that they love your cat on it, and, like, whatever. <laughs> but Jen and I did that. We made, like, a long list, and then we were like, okay, but you, if you have to pick, like, five of these, what would it be? Because there's things you're willing to compromise on, too, like, for the right person. I'm not saying, like, you know... I don't know, like I feel like religion or like something really deep like that, don't compromise on. But there are like things that you can be worked out with communication, I feel like. I Definitely. Think, yeah, I think from my experience is it's pretty much solely based on connection, which was the foundation. And then realizing that that connection was so strong, Yeah. we, we had to figure out, okay, how do we layer everything on top of this? Because, oh man, Hannah and I were so different in many different ways, yeah. our upbringing, where countries were from, yeah. the way we saw the world. Um, and it was a lot of points of contention. And we had a lot of trouble, but we always had that connection. And it was like, okay, I, I've never had this connection. You've never had this connection. Do we keep exploring this? And, and we did. Right. But another thing you brought up was how you felt about your friends, seeing them, being happy for them, but also feeling bad. I actually noticed that too sometimes and I think, like you said, or Steve said, you see the best parts of the outside, mm -hmm. right? And That's it's true. tough to be in a situation. But I think he's one of the few people that actually is happy for the friends, right? Yeah. And actually feels always okay with his situation. And I have other friends who I, I notice when I told them that Hannah and I were engaged, you could kind of feel they were happy for me, but not jealous, but wishing yeah. it was them. Right. Which kind of sucks, right? That's bad energy. Like, you don't yeah, want that. Yeah, but I understand it, yeah. you know? And it, it sucks to have to even be in that situation and be like, oh, yeah, like, I got engaged. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm so happy for you, but, you know. Well, you always have, like, the people you call first, right? I'm right. sure Steve's on that list. Yeah, but, I, like, no. Yeah. No, this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, I found out on Instagram. <laughs> he, he, I forget. He, he dropped it in, like, uh, he, he had, like... <laughs> He just uh -oh. got back from New York and he, he had like five things. Like he was staying at my place that night and he had like five <laughs> five things to tell me and he slipped that in at like number four. What? And, and said it so casually and immediately, and immediately went on to number five. And I was like, wait, so I, what? I don't like being the center of attention What's personally. your sign? I want to talk about your guys' signs. Taurus. Okay. But here's, here's the juicy family drama around this aspect. Mm -hmm. So my brother's got this, my brother's wife. I love her. But she's like attention, right? Okay. It's hard. I hope she didn't listen. I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble. No, it's <laughs> My, I want to know her sign too. I'm a Gemini. Uh, Joey, don't like don't edit this yeah, out, Joey. <laughs> but it was well known that Hannah and I were gonna get engaged because she, she was going back to Australia. It was mm -hmm. time we were ready. It was also around the time of my brother's wedding. Mm -hmm. So I when he says around the time of the wedding, it was the night before the wedding. <laughs> Wait, you got engaged that? <laughs> no, night? no, no. Or was no, it the no, night? No. The night of? Let's so going into this, going into this. <laughs> yeah. 
I wanted to not take away from their spotlight, but also I was running out of time, right? Because Hannah was flying back to Australia for three months. Okay. So I get back to New York on Wednesday. The wedding is Saturday. And Hannah is like getting nervous. She's like, listen, I'm leaving in four days. When are you going to propose to me? I'm like, listen, I'm going to propose. Yeah. And they had given me the okay. They knew it was happening. Just don't do it the day of their wedding and, you know, okay. make it normal. Yeah. So Thursday night, we go, we do it. She says yes. I tell my parents. I don't really tell anybody else. I was like, I just actually want to be as low-key as possible. So then we got in trouble for not telling people, right? Oh, no. Streisand effect. And then the day of the wedding, people started to know and started to congratulate us. And my brother's wife was getting pissed that they're congratulating us and not them. And I was like, this is like a fucking... It lose, was uh, so they were congratulating on the wedding night then. Yeah, I mean that's okay. our, our whole family was there yeah, and obviously yeah. had heard yeah. as the world the word was getting around. Yeah, it was a lose lose for me. So you I was trying what? to just keep it quiet for everybody. Like you know, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell. Yeah, him. it's like who do you tell and who don't you tell? If you're not gonna tell. That's I mean, true. Hannah wearing the white dress was a little bit much though. To the wedding. <laughs> uh oh. It's a lie. It's a lie. No, oh, okay. It's, I was like, oh my gosh, really? Joe wore Joe wore the white dress. Well, yeah. I have seen before. I actually thought this was cute. Um, whenever the they throw the bouquet or whatever, and they've like turned around and actually given it to someone, and then the friend like poses, uh, proposes. Oh them. wow, that's very Ooh. selfless. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I would do it for like you know some of my best friends, but right. I wouldn't do that for everyone. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. That would have been cool. cool. Yeah. But how yeah. could yeah? How can you how can you hide and quell all the big moments? Like it's, yeah. Say we were pregnant and we came to the wedding. You can't control that. So you yeah. can go, don't tell people. They planned it around right. us. It's our wedding. Don't tell Well, people you're right. They would have been mad if you waited too. If she gave birth at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> On the like food platter. Yeah. She's like, make way. <laughs> yeah. No. Wait, but does Hannah live in Australia full time? No, she's back there until Christmas and then come back. Oh, there. okay. Cool. Yeah. So you guys don't have to. I was like, oh, that's a long distance thing. That would be really hard. Absolutely not. Because yeah. I would not be going. Okay. To Australia. Okay. Wait. Oh, actually, going back to the fuckboy thing, I feel like Joe texts like a fuckboy a little bit. I Joe? text like a fuckboy. Oh, well, okay. It's the emojis. It's the emojis uh, because so I was wait. like, "You should have Hannah on the podcast today if she's around." And he was like, "No, she's in Australia with like a mic thing, like a little like crow, like tears coming out." <laughs> it's so just like it's just like a quick like emoji. No, it's fine. It's just like I don't know. Like I think throwing in like a little emoji to like underscore how you feel about it is funny. So you're the fifth person, okay, to tell me that I don't know how to use emojis. And uh, maybe you're saying I do know how to use them in the wrong context. But no, they're not the wrong context. Like just like imagine him being like, you know, if you were single, like being like, hey, could I come over tonight? <laughs> like with like a little like sad. But I still face use all the emojis. Face. Yeah. So maybe. So everyone that sends me a text, yeah. no matter who they are, yeah. I do a heart pray hands, right? <laughs> See, that's what I mean. And and Hannah's like, why why are you sending that why are you sending that girl a heart? And I'm like, I don't know, it's being nice. She's like, gratitude. She's like, don't do that. And I'm like, why? And just that's what I do. And she's like, no. It's not- just it's like it's a creative emoji use that I feel like it. I, well, I know that you're not a fuckboy, but I feel like a fuckboy would like be like a little mastermind of like this is a good emoji use. For I that. I send the blush blush emoji to okay. everyone. Okay. Shit. Have you gotten any fuckboy texts? Probably. From? Of course, yeah. All all the ones are all the ones are mentioning. <laughs> Definitely. I sent him. Definitely. Do you look in your um frequently used. Wait, how did you guys meet too? By the way. Uh, Tinder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Early, Tinder. we were beta testers. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, but little, like literally OG. back in the day. Okay. Also, yeah. every single thing that Steve texts, I heart. Is okay. that normal? No, oh, <laughs> that's normal. I think it's good to acknowledge. Yeah, I don't know that you have to heart everything. I, you can be like, you know, a little bit more of a critic if you only like want to heart something. Yeah, because if you heart everything, yeah, you heart nothing. He doesn't heart a lot. <laughs> he hearts everything. He yeah, what kind of texter is Steve? Steve's actually emojiing me more than I emoji him. Emoji, okay. I'm a fucking great texter. You and are. I, especially when relaying information. Okay. Like it's one of my pet peeves like we were talking about before. Can with I the... guess your sign? Yeah. Capricorn? No. <sighs> okay. Virgo? Taurus. Ah, okay. And Taurus you sun, Taurus moon. Building. Yeah. Taurus sun and moon. A lot of Taurus. Mm-hmm. You know who else is that? Um, Jenna. Really? She has a double Taurus as well. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Which is great. Well, well she's a Pisces. I think that's why I get along with her. But anyway. uh, Well, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. Her and I. Yeah, yeah you should. Okay. Do you guys, um, are you into horoscopes? Yeah. Yeah? Actually, well, I'll tell you what. So since, since living in LA, yes. Mm-hmm. And it really helps with women. And I have gotten into it though. Like I've really, yeah. it's it's an interesting way to like reflect on yourself and think about things. And yeah. I find it therapeutic a lot of times too. 
Well, everyone makes fun of me because I do I do talk about it a lot. I think I just when I see like similar patterns in certain signs or like I see like things in two people that are the same sign, I'm like, okay, that's not that does feel like there's mm-hmm. a little bit of a trait there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I become just more accepting of it. Like yeah. uh but when I first moved here and I was on a date before I met Hannah, yeah. they do the sign. I'm like, yeah, but it's just like a good conversation. Yeah, women well, fucking you know? love it. It is. Yeah. I will talk but about also, that shit all night. Yeah, I'm so mu- I'm so much more accepting to it. But it, it make, to me, it's, it's not stupid. Yeah, it's kind of it like the personality sense. tests a little bit mm-hmm. too. Like you kind of want to know, like yeah. yeah. And also, uh, it's funny because our friend, uh, I think you guys were talking about it at Friendsgiving with Vin, mm-hmm. and we got in the car and he was making fun of it, and I said. Well, someone got offended, not seriously, but they were getting annoyed that he yeah. wasn't believing in the horoscope. And he was like, oh, this is ridiculous that women believe this. And I said, yeah, but that that's in essence their religion, right? Not religion, but that's that's what they believe. And that's kind of what makes them who they are. Yeah. So for you to kind of laugh at it, that's kind of someone saying, oh, I'm a Christian. And you just laugh at them. It's like, oh. Yeah, I have a lot of nice. jokes about horoscope in my stand-up. And then I say, um, I say like... Uh, well, I'm into horoscopes and, you know, how guys are into Joe Rogan and everything he says is made up anyway, too. So, like, <laughs> and then um, I always, like, transition to, like, speaking of things that are made up, I was raised Catholic. Um, nice. So that always gets a laugh, too. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I think it's not fun to, like, just, like, openly shit on something. Like, it's, Exactly. Like, that, know, I think like, that's the, the premise and basis of everything, right? Yeah. If, if you believe it and you're very passionate about it. Who am I to say that's stupid? Yeah, exactly. And I actually think there's some validity to it. A little bit, so. yeah. 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 Yeah, I would say at the very least, I think it's a tool to, you know, look at yourself and, and see things from a different perspective. Yeah. And I did a full chart reading recently with somebody. Oh, and really? it was basically a therapy session. It was amazing. I just got to talk some shit out and yeah. get some feedback and have someone listen. Well, it's pretty wild. I'll give her like a free plug, but this girl Spirit Sis reads your birth charts. Um, and I got one for my friend on her 30th because that's supposed to be like your solar return when you're really like um, just like things are changing and things like that. And she said she went back and listened to it and like everything she said was true. Like she got a new job that year, like things like that. And then I got one for myself on my 30th too. And then she said I was going to get into a relationship in the fall. And here I am in a relationship in the fall. There we go. Yeah. See, see but so I personally more believe in manifesting. And I, yeah. I think that they go hand in hand, right? For so, sure. Someone telling you you're going to be in a relationship in the fall, you actually believe it. Yeah. And then in, hen- in essence, you're manifesting it. Yeah. But well. I, I actually believe in manifesting very strongly. No, for sure. I think it's like in your mind. But I'm also like in terms of like relationship, I'm always like just kind of I think you just always have to be like when it happens, it happens. Yeah. Because I think it was that like I was like, oh, cool. I have like this. I have the summer to be hot girl summer. Let's go. <laughs> but then I also just kind of had this mindset. I don't know. I have this like feeling about the year like 32 for me. And I was like, oh, I'll just wait, wait till then to like whatever. And I think when you just kind of like not put it on the back burner, but just don't like concentrate on it so much. No, I happen. think you should put it on the back burner because yeah. going back to what you said before about working on yourself and focusing on your own stuff, I think it makes you more attractive it makes you less needy yeah makes you have your own shit together more and then you i honestly think being non-needy is one of the most important things when it comes to attracting somebody Mm -hmm. so if you're not actively seeking out a relationship and i think a a lot of times people will treat someone they like very differently than they'll treat other people yeah so i think that that comes off as needy comes off as weird Mm -hmm. so if you can get to a point where you treat everybody the same in a lot of ways then you meet somebody that you like and it's just like another person and then your best self will come out yeah, hundred um, percent. And actually, I actually have a list of traits that I, I would. I would love yeah. to hear your list. Uh, have this, we ever talked the about five? The, your five? Th- well, I have like ten probably. Five. Okay. What was oh, yeah. the five thing that you shared with me a couple years ago? Um, if they don't hit these five, then they're not the right person for you. Which were really good. They weren't really traits. It was uh, as soon as you sleep with them, you want to stay next to them. Um, yeah, I mean that's basically, and you don't have to worry about them. Yeah, oh, but I don't know if best. I had five. Yeah. I don't know if I had five, but it's that same list. Yeah, okay. So I don't yeah. think we ever talked about it on the podcast, but uh, I gotta find it. But essentially, it's um, it's it's about that. So like like you're saying, like post nut clarity. Yeah. To, to put it bluntly. Yeah. Um, women have that right in a sense. Uh, like <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't. Uh, yeah. I, in terms of like orgasming, it's. It's not always the easiest oh, for one women. Was you like them oh. as much 
Yeah, yeah. So I have, I have, I, yeah, I can probably you reel like off them a bunch. As much after sex, no, <laughs> like them. I like them as much as I love them. Or I, I basically, I've kind of liking them is more important than loving them in a sense yeah. because I have people in my life that I lo- love, right? But I don't actually like them really. I don't like to spend time with them. That's honestly like I'm like. I don't want my family to listen to it, but like I feel like, like familial relationships a lot. You're like, I love you, but like, oh. yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. And and yeah, like liking if you like someone, you want to spend time with them, yeah. right? Like love is some sometimes an obligation, right? Right, or not even an obligation. What but a great way to put it. Yeah, oh, so yeah, I remember them from two years ago because they were so good. Yeah, love Thanks. is sometimes yeah, an obligation. Yeah, I have it right here. So wow. okay, so I have um, kind, thoughtful, considerate, mm-hmm. and I would say there's a couple at the end that aren't deal breakers, but these are pretty pretty much deal breakers. So kind, thoughtful, considerate. Very general, mm-hmm. but very important, right? Very important traits. Uh, laughs a lot, silly, great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Again, kind of gray area, but... But that's kind of hard. And I felt like that a lot, like when I was going on dates. I'm like, oh, this guy, like... I would, like, say something over text, and they'd be like, what? And I'm like, he's never going to get it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, that's that's true. That's yeah. true. And this is like... I, I'm probably... Maybe I'm not the best person because I've been single for a long time, mm-hmm. right? So maybe I'm never going to find someone with this list. But, but they seem reasonable thus far. Yeah, I don't physical, know if you're gonna say like owns a dinosaur yeah, or something like. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, not physical things either. No dinosaurs. Um, I said the like thing, uh, post no clarity, and I think. <laughs> no, but that's such an important one because like yeah. I've had I've had a in the past I've had a girlfriend that I really cared about. I loved her. I liked her even mm-hmm. and even like that's <laughs> I liked her right? too, yeah. and we broke up. And I think we both we were at a party one night. We both kind of got a little jealous. We ended up hooking up that night. And we kind of said that in the midst of that night and being drunk, we said we wanted to get back together. And then I remember we, we hooked up that night and I was like, fuck, like I just said a lot of things I didn't mean. Yeah. And, and that's like an example. But I feel like in general, especially if it's someone you've been talking to for a long time, like if you you may not know that you want to be with them right afterwards, but you know that you don't want to be with them right afterwards. Because if I like somebody and I care about them, after we have sex, I want to cuddle and I want to hang out. Yeah. So if I know I don't, then that's a huge sign. That's really interesting that you feel like, because I feel like that's why girls are always so hesitant, like to sleep with a guy, which like, as you should be, you should get to know someone, you know, I'm not like, I'm not saying either way and I, it's gone both ways. And I've actually slept with someone on the first date and been in a relationship with them. But it's like, yeah, that's, it's, that's interesting to know. It's like a little scary, honestly. It is. And I honestly, I'm trying to be much more uh, honest and intentional about everything mm-hmm. with women these days. Yeah. Like last week, literally, I was talking to someone and we're talking, we always talk about like nice guys, right? And nice yeah. guys are usually, it's just a facade That's, so that they yeah. can get what they want or they can friend their way into sex or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was, we were talking, I was talking to this girl about it and I honestly forget how the conversation went, but basically it was like, she told me she was bisexual and I was like, well, not to, to be direct. If you ever wanted to have a threesome, I would be down. And then she <laughs> said, cause I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> pretend I'm friending my way. And then, down the road we talk about hooking up and you so think did you feel like that was kind of more so what you were like looking for her like from the yeah, yeah we had already kind of oh, like okay yeah like kinda but i wanted to nature. like sexualize it because i was like i don't want her to, i don't want to make myself her friend yeah and then in, in the end she's like oh he just wanted to have sex i was like i'm just gonna put this out there now yeah and if you don't like it we'll just be you'll friends just be up front with your and then she goes yeah. well for the record i would be down for that as well okay. so i was like okay maybe we should start with a twosome and she goes okay and i was like what are you doing tomorrow night and she goes come over so oh, it was okay. literally that simple yeah, this happened last it's week. Like mutual. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> this happened last week, but but I'm trying to be very honest yep. because I don't want that to happen right. where like I tell a girl that I'm into her into her and then we have sex and then I realize I'm not and then she's like, oh, he just fucking. No, I think being upfront about that is great. And then like, yeah, they can reciprocate or not. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. if they don't, then we know where we stand. Yeah. Um, she wants me, but doesn't need me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that goes back to like having your own shit together. And, yeah. Um, and this is this is kind of along the same lines. We're we're both okay by ourselves, like good by ourselves. Yeah. Um. So this one, I have these. The wording is all fucked up, but basically, I say so. We're all trying to be like this ideal version of ourselves. Like mm-hmm. I think we're all striving to it, and we're n- maybe never going to get there, but I think we're striving, right? So I say one plus one equals. I just put the number nine, but like meaning that we're both striving to be our own whole like one by ourselves yeah and then when we come together it's not one plus one equals two it's one plus one equals nine or 50 or whatever like we're that much better together yeah um so i have this one joe said we can go anywhere any situation and i don't have to worry about it not only do i not have to worry about her but she also will shine on her own like a social person that's so important i feel like for all of us because like just the business that we're in yeah so definitely yeah um have our own lives that doesn't mean like we don't share we share a lot of stuff we also have our own lives 
And then this one I've we've talked about a lot lately. Uh, separate beds, maybe, and maybe I'm even not separate bedrooms. Opposed to like separate apartments, either. Yes, <laughs> you know well, what I mean. I dabble in this a little bit. Well, this is big, big Steve question. No, I don't know. Not that. Like, I think. Well, first of all, like that's a great and beautiful list, and I think you thank deserve you. all of those things. Oh, thank and you. it should like that's that was not unreasonable. Any of those. Um, but yeah, like, I just think it's so scary. Like, and like when I was single in LA, my best friend told me, she's like, you have shit you got to do out there. And like, that's probably why, like you haven't found anyone. And it's so easy when you're in a relationship to just start like putting someone else's needs above your own. I'm guilty of that, like in my own life anyway, too. Um, so yeah, I feel like having that, like, I just, I need my alone time as well, because as much as I say, I want to say like, oh yeah, if I had a partner around, like I would still get all, all my stuff done. I'd still write that screenplay. I like, I wouldn't, I would right. like want to just get Chinese food and watch a movie with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard, but like, I don't know that was this like absence makes the heart grow fonder too. Like you still yeah. have your own life. Yeah. And from a practical standpoint, like l- legitimately, if you look at it, like who actually goes to bed and has to wake up at the same time? Like, and I'm a much better person. Everyone's a better person. Pure logistics here. Well, both, both. I mean, everything, because like, I feel like if, if I'm not well rested, I'm not going to be the same person. I'm not going to be the same partner. I'm going to be worse off and not even intentionally. Yeah. I'm just going to be tired and stuff. So like, I feel like if we both are well rested and again, I always have to say this because people look at it so black and white, but it doesn't mean like, don't cuddle. Don't. Yeah. And I'm just, when it's time for bed. Go to bed, or like and if it's like a weekend and you can sleep. Right, exactly. Like yeah, and I again, it's not fair. a deal breaker, but yeah. it's something that I would be very interested in. I have many yeah. a story about this. Yeah. Well, I would love to hear them. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm the type of person. Twelve o'clock, I'm, I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Seven thirty, I wake up every okay. night. Right. <laughs> Solid seven thirty. I say, Hannah, good night. <laughs> she says, okay. She looks over. I'm sleeping. Okay. Um, she's complete opposite so she stays up late mm-hmm. and wakes up late right but she wakes up throughout the night right so mm-hmm. during the night she'll be like oh you did this during your sleep you did that during your sleep i'm like oh god so you're just staring at me during the <laughs> night yeah. this is great but in the morning usually you have to be early for work or something right and i would say the first couple of months we were together well no we got into a big fight because i woke up at say 7 30 as i do and then i put the tv on and i woke her up and she freaked Right, and I was like, like I could. You should have texted me. I would have said that's a bad idea. So she's a light sleeper. You're a heavy sleeper, is what I'm gathering. Yeah, and okay. and she needs that like uh, till nine thirty at least to sleep, right? Yeah. And if I alter that, it sets her off on the wrong foot. Yeah. Now I know, but I guess I turned the TV on and it was bad. Right? Wait, you were asleep when you did it. I woke up at seven thirty. Oh. She was still sleeping, right? Okay. So I wasn't just gonna lay there. I was at yeah. her house, right? Oh, so okay, I turned the okay. TV on and I was like, and and. She has roommates, right? So I can't like go out Got it. and do my thing. Yeah. So I put the TV on and I'm just waiting and she wakes up. She's like, what the fuck? You woke me up. <laughs> this and that. And I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. So it turned into a thing, right? So now I was like, all right, going forward, I'm not going to wake her up. So I'd wake up and say it would be like 7, 30, 8 o'clock, even on the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And I would just stare at the ceiling and I'd be like, so what can I do, right? Like I can't go out. And I can't turn the TV on. Yeah. And I've been on my phone for a half an hour. So what do I do? All right. So I'd like sit in different spots of the bed. Yeah. I'd like be as quiet as I can. Playing, like what is that game? So, the so, like- so one time it was like 10 o'clock and she still didn't wake up. Right. And I'm just looking at her and going, wake the fuck up. Wake up. Right. So eventually she wakes up and I'm pissed. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. She's like, well, what's wrong? I'm like, can you just get up? I need to get coffee. I need to get out of this room. Yeah. And I freak out. And now we're trying to balance out. But I think yeah. the, the if, different bits. If Hannah ever goes mentioned. missing, they're going to pull this podcast <laughs> for, for evidence right away. Because that's yeah. what that's going to be. I can just the, hear the clips. Like, yeah. Up, that's uh, very yeah. different sleeping patterns. Yeah. Well, that's where like a good two bedroom apartment comes in. That's handy, what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just, and again, you can sleep together whenever you want. But also, that's where great communication and trust comes in because a lot of relationships, the trust comes in routine, Yeah. right? So if if you, let's say you sleep in your separate bedrooms and then three days in a row you sleep together and on the fourth night, you're like, I want to go to bed. And she's like, what's wrong? Like, what what is he doing? What did I do? And then that's where the communication just comes in. We need to have two people who are level-headed and can just be like, no, I just need to sleep. (laughs) This is passionate passionate about this. this. I'm passionate (laughs) about this shit. This is my platform. Running yes. in, in 2025 for uh, mayor. Um, yeah. But no, that's that's how I feel about it. Again, not a deal breaker, but. 
Well, I think it's like also going back to like the societal bullshit. It's like, oh, if people aren't sleeping in the same bed, they're mad at each other, which comes from like what? Like 90s sitcoms where they only had like one bed. And it's like, that's not the case. People are mature. And that's why I was like really fascinated. I thought Hannah might live in Australia. And I was like, oh my gosh, long distance. And you guys are in Well, we have even long distance for a little bit. Yeah. But no. I think people also think that uh, in the middle of the night, you're just going to wake up and start having sex. <laughs> like, oh, we have to sleep in the same bed. You, you never know when you're gonna. That's never gonna get be around. I am not a morning sex person. I'm like, where am I? <laughs> I need water. Like, I can't do this oh, right I'm, now. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm the type of person after sex, I'm a hundred percent sleeping right after yeah. till the morning. It sounds like you're I'm a good relaxed. sleeper. Like your mom's probably happy. We'll put you down. Went right oh, to yeah. bed. Yeah. 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 Um, well, that's about an hour. I got to get back to work before I get in trouble. Yes. Yeah. Um, don't anything you want to plug or anything any, you know want people to find you anywhere or uh, I have a lot going on now I run um, cat mom's comedy that's gonna be coming back in January with my friend Brittany it'll be at bourbon room um, and then yeah if you need any PR let me know Sounds beautiful good. do you have a website or Instagram or where do you think people should go to yeah um, well chloe.dietrich at gmail you can reach me and then um, chloe.dietrich.com is my website I probably need to update that a little bit oh and I have a short film coming out soon too. what's it called sorry I'm sad it's about nice. um, my friend that passed away. So, oh. yeah. So, I'm going to try to submit it to festivals next year. But, amazing. Nice. That'll That's probably awesome. be around on some of my stuff. Um, oh, and Chloe.deets on Instagram because I was trying to be different. Love it. Right. All right. And you're the, uh, the, you're the backboard of our media and PR. So, I'm ready. I'm ready to take you guys to the top. Yeah. I heard we Jimmy do Kimmel. Let's do it. Don't say hey, that to me. Manifest. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm into it. All right. Chloe, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thanks, Chloe.